and welcome to Emma's ESL English. In this episode, we are again focusing on Simon Sinek's speech. If you didn't watch it yesterday, do try and head over to the blog or even just go to YouTube and you can look up Simon Sinek and you want to look for why good leaders make you feel safe. It is 12 minutes long. There are subtitles available. If you can't find your language's subtitles and you feel like you really want them, no problem. Head over to TED.com and just type in why good leaders make you feel safe and his speech will come up. They have a wide variety of subtitles available and it's totally okay. I don't mind. You guys make life easy for yourselves. You know, if you're watching TED Talks and, and, and even like watching TV, don't feel guilty for watching it with your own languages subtitles the first time around. What I usually say for my students, if you're watching something, first time around, watch it with your subtitles. Just enjoy the show. Make sure you understand what is happening, why they're saying what they're saying, what do they mean. The second time around, try watching it with the English subtitles, and that's really going to help your brain match the words and the sounds. And then the third time, try it without subtitles if you feel brave enough. But it's totally okay to just keep using the English subtitles. But you want to make it as easy on yourself as possible. It shouldn't be hard work or frustrating or make you want to cry just to do your listening practice. You want to make this stuff easy on yourself. So don't feel guilty for using subtitles. I am supposed to be learning Chinese, to be honest with you. That is going by the wayside at the moment while I try and set up my business. <laughs> but I'm trying, I'm trying. And basically the only way that I'm learning Chinese at the moment is by watching Chinese dramas, <laughs> which doesn't count when a lot of them are period dramas. And I am, you know, it's old fashioned Chinese. <laughs> it's a really bad way to learn Chinese probably. But nonetheless, I find that it really helps my brain get used to the sounds and the tones of Chinese. So I don't feel like I'm totally wasting my time and I don't feel like I'm totally like cheating. And of course, at this point in my Chinese, it's way lower than your English. So I can understand very little <laughs> of what they say, but I'm very excited when I can understand things, but there's no way that I could put Chinese subtitles and I would understand. Absolutely not. <laughs> Beginner level Chinese is where we're at. <laughs> anyway, my point is don't feel guilty. Use tools to help yourself. We've gone off piece somewhat. Come back. Today we're talking about repetition to help people remember. If you're delivering a speech and it's got some important message that you want to get across, it's a good idea to try and figure out how you can use repetition effectively in your speech to help people remember the key points that you want them to take away. And Simon Sinek is a bit of a master at this. Not surprising he's a master speaker. And so what we're looking at today is how he uses these. What I'm going to do is read some quotes from the speech. And again, these are all on the blog, so you can go have a look. These quotes will give you an idea of how he's using repetition. Yesterday, we talked about particular phrases that he was using, which are very important. But he also uses repetition in the sentence structure. The first one we're looking at right at the beginning, he has this big theme of trust and cooperation. So one of the first times he says this, he says, 
it's this deep sense of trust and cooperation. So trust and cooperation are really important here. The problem with concepts of trust and cooperation is that they're feelings, they're not instructions. So we've got this trust and cooperation again and again several times. And then he comes back to this later. When we feel safe amongst our own, the natural reaction was trust and cooperation. And again, one more time. Then the people feel safe and protected by the leadership in the organization. The natural reaction is to trust and cooperate. So several times during the speech, he repeats almost exactly the same construction. Trust and cooperation are common co-locating words. We do tend to hear them together anyway. But he's using this structure, this sentence structure, really, to really push this idea into our brain. He doesn't just repeat these words. He repeats the idea in different forms. Simon Sinek is very, very good at using stories to get his ideas across. And we'll look at his stories tomorrow. But with his stories and with different sentences that he uses, he is really demonstrating what he's previously told us. So let me read a few of these for you. Those who could afford it more would trade with those who could afford it less. That's our cooperation part. They have chosen to look after the person to the left of them, and they have chosen to look after the person to the right of them. That's our cooperation again. Bob doesn't believe in head counts. Bob believes in heart counts. All of these things, if you listen to those sentences, he is using the sentence structure to really push it into our brain. It sounds nice when we hear it. It sounds comfortable. We've heard this before. We know what this means. Those who could afford it more would trade with those who could afford it less. Two opposite sides but the sentence structure, it's almost exactly the same. And again, the second one, in fact, the second one, he could have said, they have chosen to look after the person to the left and the right of them. Done. But he has made a very clear decision to extend this sentence to allow him to repeat it. They have chosen to look after the person to the left of them, and they have chosen to look after the person to the right of them. He didn't have to do that. Grammatically, there's no reason for him to do that. So this is a very definite choice that he has made. The last one here is very, very clever. We have the sentence structure. Bob doesn't believe in head counts. Bob believes in heart counts. Head counts are a thing. That is a common collocation. We all understand what a head count is. It happens at school, right? How many kids are in this class? And he's taken that idea and applied it to businesses, applied it to rather than thinking about people, they're just thinking about how many bodies do we have here. So we understand the concept of head counts, but heart counts is not a collocation. That is not something that exists. So he has changed one word in this sentence. He's changed one word and used that to really empower this sentence. So it goes from being a very common, boring collocation to being a very powerful idea about people before money. Very clever guy, this Simon Sinek. Very clever. 
It's a very tiny change, but it achieves a lot. Okay, let's look at another common theme that he has. This one is safety, protection, and sacrifice. He often puts these three words together, sometimes with and without sacrifice, sometimes with and without safety. And later he starts to add the idea of leadership into this so that we start to relate safety, sacrifice, protection, and leadership all together. Just as before, he slowly adds the idea of leadership to feeling safe and protected. So let's listen, the first one. We know that they allowed their people to be sacrificed so they could protect their own interests, or worse, they sacrificed their people to protect their own interests. And the next one. Great leaders would never sacrifice the people to save the numbers. They would sooner sacrifice the numbers to save the people. So again, he's using the sentence structure, never sacrifice the people to save the numbers, sooner sacrifice the numbers to save the people. It's the same sentence structure, flip the other way around. If we just left it after the first sentence, great leaders would never sacrifice the people to save the numbers. That's already a great sentence. That already tells us a lot of, you know, powerful stuff. But by flipping it the other way around, he really pushes home the point that we have another choice. There is another option here. Rather than just telling us this is how it is, he's telling us this is how it could be. He goes on to tell us a story about one of the companies where everyone had to take compulsory leave. And he says, it's better that we all suffer a little than any of us should have to suffer a lot. So it's this idea of sacrifice that we were talking about earlier, but this leader has also used this repetition to really hammer home the idea that we can all be in a team taking care of each other rather than throwing some people out of the boat so that some other people get on much better. Very, very clever. And finally, he finishes his speech by bringing all these ideas together and tying them in with the concept of leadership. This is very, very clever. And again, clear repetition to really hammer this point home. We call them leaders because they go first. We call them leaders because they take the risk before anybody else does. We call them leaders because they will choose to sacrifice so that their people may be safe and protected and so their people may gain. And when we do, the natural response is that our people will sacrifice for us. Here he's still got that idea of sacrifice in there. He's tied in the safe and protected part of this too. But also he's giving us a picture. He's tying leadership in with this really powerful, inspirational idea. And by repeating, we call them leaders, he's pushing home, this is what a leader looks like. This is what a leader does. This is who a leader is. I don't know about you, gives me goosebumps. Oh, it's so good. It sounds great. It tugs on the heartstrings. It gives you goosebumps. It makes you feel like, yeah, that's what leaders do. 
But again, look at it. He's using that repetition. We call them leaders because. We call them leaders because. We call them leaders because. It's really easy for us to hear this. It sounds great. It sounds comfortable. And he's giving us his key points one more time. This is what a leader looks like. This is what a leader does. And this is what you should be looking for. This is what you should be wanting in your life. So by the time he ends the speech, we understand what a leader is, but also it's inspired us because we want that kind of leader. He's made us go, yeah, why isn't my leader like that? Let's leave it at that for today. And tomorrow we're going to be looking at the stories and we're also going to be looking at the intonation that he uses to deliver his points. So you can head over to the blog www.mzslenglish.com to find the talk and to see all of these points written down. And you can email me mzslenglish at gmail.com if you have any questions, queries, suggestions, whatever. I don't care. Just email me. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.